Well, hey there. We're happy to have you with us. Here we like to highlight the best of humanity while offering a dose of positivity to help brighten your day. But more importantly, we want you to know whatever you're going through, whatever you're feeling, you're not alone. We're here to stand with you. I'm Chuck Rendon. And I'm Amy Navalai. And this is A World of Hopes. All right, Amy. Well, I have a feeling we have some good hope to share this week. But before we get there, uh, I'm curious, what's what's new with you? What's going on? Well, I'm feeling, I'm feeling old. <laughs> <laughs> it's birthday week. That's right. So I've just been doing, I've been doing uh, reflecting, too much thinking, a little too much focusing on numbers, you know, the, the normal <laughs> The normal birthday thing. No, I feel you. It it happens to me every year. I feel like uh, after a certain birthday, yeah, each one, it just, yeah, you just kind of ponder and reflect on where you are in life. (laughs) It's mostly like, where's the time gone? (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. So um, I've decided that uh, to celebrate, I'm just, I think I'm just going to pick up like a Baskin Robbins ice cream cake or something. (laughs) Oh, hey, there you <laughs> because go. that reminds me that reminds me of my childhood in younger days so you know <laughs> oh, there that's you go. gonna be my birthday treat simpler and, times um, yeah yeah but other than that i mean it's not nothing too exciting going on and in, in my neck of the woods i yeah just been one day at a time <laughs> <laughs> one day at a time i like that yeah my world is, uh, you know, it's just as chaotic as ever, if I'm being honest. <laughs> so, you know, I've talked about a few times on the show, like how I've made multiple moves over the last couple of years. And I've made the big move uh, last year from California to Idaho. Well, I'm gearing up to make yet another move. <laughs> so oh, boy. My my parents have, uh, yeah, they decided to, you know, test the waters just because, dude, this real estate market is just so insane right now. And my sister, like, she's married now. She's not living with them. So they have this big, giant house, and it, the economics just didn't really make sense. So they decided to test the water, and <laughs> it was on the market for, like, a day, and they got they got oh an amazing offer, and it was like, all right, <laughs> water's t- officially tested. Here we go. <laughs> so <laughs> Jumping in, ready or not. Yeah, so uh, I'm, I'm packing oh, up wow. again, get ready to move at. Right now, I think the plan is we're just going to find a rental somewhere. Personally, I'm just going to write it out and see what, uh, you know, options are looking at like at the end of the year or the beginning of next year. So, but yeah, uh, yet another move. And uh, yeah, I, I feel like I can just start charging people for that. I'm just such an expert at moving <laughs> now, you know, like your professional Packer and uh, mover. Pretty much. I, you know, the secret I found is just don't unpack. <laughs> like, oh, no. I'm just so used to it. I'm like, just don't unpack and you're always ready. So, <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe not the best advice for most people. But I was going to say, I'm not sure that's the best philosophy. For, for my situation, by, okay. <laughs> it has seemed to uh, yeah, proven helpful. Mm. <laughs> so, at the very least, like I, I've learned to uh, keep a lot of the boxes that my stuff is coming so that, that's coming handy <laughs> enough with that uh let's why don't we bring in a little bit of hope what, what do you have for us this week 
Well, my hope for this week is another personal story of hope. I like it. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm rolling with it. For me, uh, my hope for this week was restored with a little trip to the Magic Kingdom of Disneyland. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes, yes, yes. Do tell, do tell, because, uh, yeah. The best pre-birthday experience I could think of. A friend of mine managed to get tickets, and they were two-day, one-park tickets. So we did uh, DCA about a week and a half ago, and uh, yesterday we were at Disneyland, and it was the first time of being inside Disneyland since the last night that they closed before all the, you know, pandemics that happened. I was there the right. very last day they were open. I wasn't entirely sure what to expect or how it was going to feel. It, it's really hard to explain. It's hard for people who aren't Disneyland people or aren't, you know, familiar with having an annual pass and don't know what that's like. It's hard to explain it in a way that they'll understand a lot of times. But like, I was at Disneyland at least once a week in most cases like i was there yeah. all the time <laughs> right i really do know that these sound like total first world problems because they are but like to not have an annual pass it just feels really weird to me same it's the first time i haven't had one and gosh i can't even remember it's been a long time <laughs> and that was just always the place you know oh where where do where do i want to go for dinner i'm gonna go to disneyland have dinner at disneyland like <laughs> You know, okay. Yeah, yeah, no, I feel that. I'm bored. What should I do? Oh, I'll go to Disneyland and go watch the fireworks. Okay, that sounds like fun. You know, like it was just very yeah, for sure. Anyways, y yesterday, you know, we got there in the morning and um, we literally walked through the turnstiles at the front gates right as the park opened. Heard the announcement as we walked underneath the train bridge and came around the corner and. I uh, saw a bunch of, of the characters out in front of the train station and their little spots to wave and, and um, take selfies or pictures of. And, and um, just as I, as I walked in, I, I, I had the biggest grin on my face. I mean, I saw Goofy and Mickey and Minnie and I, I just couldn't smile. Yeah. And, you know, the music, the main street music that is just so ingrained in the back of my mind <laughs> and triggers all of these happy feelings. And so I, you know, took pictures of all the characters and my friend and I, we were literally doing a happy dance <laughs> in front of the train station, <laughs> um, you know, and just to look around and see everyone that was there just so excited to be in the park and to see the characters. And then for me, it was literally like turning around after taking those pictures walking up in town square there where they have the flagpole right there in the middle of town square on main street. And as I walked up to the flagpole and saw the dedication plaque and looked down main street and saw the castle, I kid you not, somebody started chopping onions somewhere close by. Cause I just <laughs> like <laughs> big old crocodile tears coming down my cheeks and I <laughs> lost it. <laughs> I, I got so choked that. up. Like, yeah. You posted a video of you on Main Street or walking down Main Street. Dude, mm -hmm. I started tearing up. <laughs> like, it, was just, 
Because it was just like, I don't know, everything that you mentioned, the, the Main Street, like the music loop, everything that it represents, it's just this like source of comfort and normalcy, you know, and yeah. it, it's just, yeah, it just hits you. Yeah. So it was the greatest way to start the day was just, you know, walking down Main Street and uh, uh, yeah. seeing everyone so excited to be walking into the park. And, um, and it was just, it was a really great day, you know, for the most part, we got to do just about everything we wanted to do. And um, I think one of the the great memories that I'll have from this specific trip was just, I feel, I don't, I don't know that we noticed we were doing it. I don't know, maybe it's just because we're super like extroverted. Well, I'm more extroverted than she is, but we're just very friendly and outgoing people. But we um, made an extra effort to just connect with all of the cast members that we encountered and just to nice. thank them everybody that we encountered was just truly happy and excited to be there and to be back working. And that's great. There was just a definite, yeah, there was a definite excitement. It was fun to just get to, you know, personally thank everyone that we encountered. And it was um, definitely just a, a, a restoration of hope. Like this, this key thing in my life that has, not been there for the past, you know, year and and, and some months. Like it was just really right. strange to be back because it, it is different. I'll, I'll I'll give you that. But at the same time, there was uh, that familiarity and that that joy and that comfort of being there. I was like permigrant, even at the end of the day, with my aching old lady body, like <laughs> dreading the thought of making that walk back along the tram route because you have to walk that horrible walk back a, to the yeah, tram route that's a long one after that day. day with my aching feet and aching body um i still was permigrant like all the way to the car driving out of the parking structure like just still had this huge grin on my face well, I like it. So speaking of a world of hopes, like my favorite thing is you were actually able to FaceTime me in small world i had so to great. i had to. Oh, it was so good no i'm so <laughs> glad you did that was so awesome and just experiencing that live like that and oh man it, it, again you know the same with main street you know just, those onions came back <laughs> it was so great it was so great there's something about that attraction you know it, it just pre-pandemic you know it would kind of bring tears to my eyes a little bit because you just think about what it represents and the, the history of it and everything there's just something even more impactful about it now this last year in, in particular like seeing the world come together to uh you know fight this virus and you know just take care of each other i, I think for me it, it's almost like small world will have even more of a, a impact for me personally after this yeah and i, I think yeah those are just kind of the feelings that was and plus it's just a great attraction <laughs> like, <laughs> i mean clearly you know it's it's our namesake here so obviously it's something that we enjoy yeah, we love it just a little bit we're slight fans yeah <laughs> yep yep yeah i couldn't couldn't let that mo- moment pass and not not share no, with you that, so. that was great that was a great moment yeah i loved it all right. So what uh, what little bit of hope are you bringing for the day? Well, I have a fun little story out of England, uh, specifically Essex, England. It details the accounts of a mother and her five-year-old autistic son. Uh, the mother's name is Natalie Fernando, and her son is Rudy, or more factually known as Rue. And both of them really enjoy to walk together. The problem, though, is Rudy 
does not like to backtrack it for some reason that kind of triggers him so he ends up having these like attack like panic attacks almost so for the most part they try to walk in circles but i guess in this particular route that was impossible Uh, so they had to like backtrack so rudy started having this like panic attack and he was on the ground and crying and apparently passerbys were just giving you know, Natalie and her son, just these terrible looks, you know, basically like, oh, what a terrible parent you are. <laughs> like, mm. you could, they were just annoyed and like, hey, keep this kid quiet. But luckily, there was one person who came up to them both and asked Natalie if she needed any help. And uh, this guy was named Ian. And what Ian did was he ended up getting down on the ground next to Rudy and just in this calm-like manner, like, was talking him through things and just basically did mm. this awesome job of calming him down. It helped, like, being on his level and, and just the calming effect of it. So Rudy was able to recover from his attack and they were able to complete their walk. You know, Natalie was just so, so gracious for Ian for just taking the time number one for just not uh, continuing the trend of just giving her this dirty look and judging her without understanding what the situation was just taking it upon his his own to walk up see if they needed help and it's just a simple act but it made all of the difference I just love this story because number one I I think it teaches us a lesson that uh you know, we shouldn't necessarily judge a situation uh, and we shouldn't be hard on a parent because we really don't know the backstory, like what's going on, you know, with screaming children or or children who, you know, might be running around or, or whatever it is, right? Like we really don't know the backstory there or what that parent or parents are dealing with. Uh, so I think, you know, let's try to not judge, uh, but more so hey, go up and just see if they need assistance. You know, it's just something so small uh, and it just completely turns someone's day around and and like it did in this instance. Yeah, I think it's too easy to uh, jump into that place of judgment in those kind of moments, you know, like, ew. (laughs) Right. What's wrong with them? What's going on? We're just like another screaming child. Can't she keep him quiet? Or Yeah. yeah. And and it's easy to do. It's easy to do. We've talked about this before, but I I love these stories that just show uh, these small acts of kindness and just the ripple effects they have. And and hopefully, you know, as other people hear this story, they'll be a little less judgmental maybe in these situations, you know, and I just have a little empathy because you just never know what someone's going through, (laughs) what what their struggles are. And yeah, it's just a nice reminder of a. Just uh, offer some assistance. You can, uh, even if it's a simple thing, it can completely change someone's day. Yeah, and even if you're not comfortable with with that, if that's not where you're at, uh, just even I think changing your thought process and, and and changing your perspective to, like you said, to show empathy uh, in that moment. Right. I think even just that is a huge first step that yeah, people can take. Yeah, I love it. I like it. That's two great stories. Yours was an awesome personal uh, story of hope. Some return uh, to the magic. (laughs) Mine, uh, yeah, great story showing just how compassion can uh, change someone's day. You know, just showing a little empathy. There you go. All right. Well, before we get out of here, uh, you know, as we always like to do, Amy and I are going to offer up a recommendation, something that we've each been enjoying uh, that we think you enjoy as well. So, Amy, what do you have for us this week? 
I'm going to recommend uh, something a little different from what I've recommended in the past. This is uh, actually a shore break photographer. And you're probably wondering, well, what the heck is that? I'm already intrigued. Yeah, <laughs> It's uh, a photographer named Clark Little. He is based out of Oahu, Hawaii, in Haleiwa. That's where he's from. Oh, very cool. Just some of the things that he captures <laughs> blows my mind. There's definitely something to be said about nature's ability to just be an important part of self-care. I don't know. Surround yourself with beautiful images, beautiful things. The things that he captures... Um, captures just the unique and mysterious nature of the ocean. Oh, I'm loving this already. That's awesome. He literally, like, when you see the footage of him working, these huge waves, like, huge, powerful waves that can just pummel you. <laughs> he literally, like, dives into them with a camera strapped to his hand and wow. manages to capture some of the most incredible incredible images that I've ever seen. He also does a lot of diving and stuff. So his uh, Instagram feed is definitely just so fun. It's, I don't even know how to describe it. There are um, thrilling images. There are exciting and funny images. There are beautiful and just breathtaking images. There's a little bit of everything. He also has a gallery in Haleiwa and an online store and all that kind of stuff. If that's something that you're interested in, I've gotten a couple of his smaller prints and what, I think about a sweatshirt for my sister from his store. His Instagram feed and the things that he posts the other day, he posted it's just a, a, a really kind of bizarre close up um, image of the, the foam that that forms on the top of a wave as it's crashing. And in the background, you see this blurred, just the, the whole entire rainbow. <laughs> and uh, it's just absolutely beautiful. He also, I'm, I'm a little obsessed with sea turtles. I think we've had this conversation before. One of my articles was about sea turtles. Right, yeah. right, yeah. So um, he also captures these really cool pictures of sea creatures, of course, sea turtles being among them. He's crazy and has swam with this like ginormous tiger shark. Wow, dude, that <laughs> that's intense. I think his name. I think I think it's a tiger shark. Anyway, his name is Tank. They named him. He's like this extremely large shark that frequents the area where he dives. Anyways, there's just so many beautiful images. His account is most definitely worth following. He's already got a follow for me. <laughs> I love nature photography, but dude, some ocean photography and then how you were describing the waves and everything, gee, that would be great. It sounds just so soothing and I love it. One of my favorite pictures of the wave is actually the the weird little current parts within the barrel of the wave and the way that can move, you know, parts of the sand and um, just the weird spirally designs that the bubbles and the current and, and whatnot makes in these waves. It's just, it blows my mind. It absolutely blows my mind. But then you see the video footage of him, like actually like somebody photographing him as he's doing his work and it's just mind blowing. 
like, oh my gosh, you're nuts. <laughs> you are absolutely <laughs> nuts. And I am 110% here for it. <laughs> like, <laughs> so anyways, yeah, it's definitely worth following. That's a great recommendation. I love it. So how about you? All right. So I have, uh, I, guess, I guess you would call it a TV series. It's, it's, it's definitely a series of shows. And uh, it's brand new to Amazon Prime. Uh, so if you're a Prime member, it's free to watch. And it's called Solos. What it is, so the first season consists of seven episodes. And I'm about halfway through. Um, I, I've watched the first four episodes. And it's a very interesting concept, at least so far. So each one stars like a different actor. And they call it Solos because in most instances, it's just one actor kind of acting out the scene throughout the entire like 30 minute episode. So they're really the only one on screen for the most part. It's really interesting. So these stories are driven by dialogue, like just purely dialogue driven. Yeah, they are set in some interesting places, but for the most part, it's just one person in kind of one set piece for the entire 30 minutes. It basically dives into uh, this idea of what it is to be human uh, so they hit on all these different like emotional components of just human compassion, empathy, emotion, fear, you know, all, all the things that drive us basically. And uh, it's set kind of similar to Twilight Zone. So there's sort of a sci-fi twist to everything, but it doesn't really become about the sci-fi aspect of it. That's just sort of the placeholder to make it sort of interesting. But I found so far, like I said, I've watched the first four and dude, honestly, it's been really engaging. Like uh, from the start to finish, I've been, uh, I've been impressed. Like, and, and some of these actors, Anne Hathaway's in the first one and Anthony Mackie's in the second one, hmm. they do a great job at just literally playing off themselves. <laughs> and when you watch it, you'll, you'll kind of understand that, but it's. It's rather interesting how some of these are done and it really gets you thinking on just how you would react in these situations, but more so like, again, like what it means to be human and having these complex emotions and, you know, how sometimes we get it right, sometimes we get it wrong. It's very interesting to uh, to examine it in that way. But yeah, so far I've loved it. You know, I'm like I said, I'm halfway through it and it's very interesting and I hope they continue it. We get some more seasons because, uh, yeah, it's definitely my cup of tea. And especially if you love like character driven stories, you'll, you'll love this. It, it's nice. so good. And just being able to tune into the dialogue and not get distracted by all of these crazy like explosions or just set pieces or whatever. It, it just, uh, yeah, you just focus for like 30 minutes on the, the words and the emotion and, yeah, I found it's been pretty powerful so far. So definitely sounds interesting worth checking out. Yeah, definitely. So if you have Amazon Prime solos, I, I would check it out. I think it'll definitely be worth your time. All right. Well, and I guess that's about all the time we have for this episode. If you enjoyed your time with us, the best way to ensure you never miss a conversation is to follow and subscribe to the podcast. You can find out how to do that at worldofhopes.com. And if you'd like a little extra dose of hope, to carry you throughout the week in between episodes, well, come and find us on Instagram. We are at AWO Hopes and uh, doing what we can to spread some smiles and joy and hope uh, 
over on our Instagram feed. We'd love to have you jump in, say hello, share some hope with us. Come check us out there as well. Until next time, everyone. Take care. Bye, friends. I don't know how to say bye without sounding weird. Just do in sync. Bye, bye, bye. No. You might not want it, but this podcast has ended. Bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye.